Welcome to the Leadership Playbook. My name is Emily Hawkins. How I used to introduce myself is, I have 15 years in supply chain, creating and leading teams, streamlining processes, managing millions of dollars. Except that's not what I do anymore. I'm a career and life coach. And I wanna take you on the journey of how to lead yourself, how to take your career to the next level, whatever that may be. I'm gonna give you tangible advice on exactly how to do what you want to do. Lead and love your life. This week, I wanna talk about belonging. I feel like we spend a good portion of our lives trying to fit in, which is important if we want certain things like friendships and middle school and all sorts of things like that. But at the end of the day, it's more important that we belong. And I want to give you an exercise that I actually did a few years ago when I was struggling with what is it I'm supposed to be doing? Where do I belong? And the only way I can do this exercise is to show you what I did. So what I did was I made a list of all the impactful stories in my life, the turning points, the moments that I remember that had a lasting impression on me. I wrote all these stories out. Then I went back through the stories and circled keywords and phrases that led me, well, to where I am right now. So I really encourage you to do this, but let me share with you my stories. Now we're going to go back to the 80s. So get in your DeLorean and enjoy the ride. We're going to start in 1987. I'm going to read to you what I wrote because I want to make sure that you understand how this works. It's 1987. I'm in the first grade. I went to a private kindergarten. This is my first year of public school and I'm terrified. (laughs) There are giant kids on the school bus in the form of fifth graders and no one is telling me I'm special anymore. I was very spoiled. I also find an odd comfort in the routine of things and start organizing my desk in the order of the day to easily access everything at just the right time. My teacher notices this and rearranges the class so that I'm sitting next to the less organized. At that time, this annoyed me, but then I found myself organizing their desks too, showing them my way and why I did it. They improved, not dramatically. I wasn't a miracle worker. Let's now jump to 1988, when the same thing happened again. 1990, same thing happened again. Each of these years, my teachers saw my organization as a skill that could be taught to others. It's 2001, and I'm living in a college dorm room, which is built very similarly to a prison cell cinder block walls, and a roommate in a space about the size of a postage stamp. I bet you never saw those parallels before. My organizational skills get a kick out of this challenge, of course, but something else comes into play. I find my voice. I'm asked to chair my sorority composite, which is basically a giant framed picture that every sorority member's head is in. I stand up at the weekly meeting and announce, make the picture day, or don't be in the composite. This is your choice. If you miss the day, tough, you're out. Clarity and communication is powering for all parties involved. We have the largest composite participation 
ever. This single event is a defining moment for everyone in that room. I become known as clear, candid, and direct. I gain respect. Around the same time, I declare a major, supply chain, a degree in streamlining systems, processes, and people. In 2003, I give my senior project presentation. The historically critical teacher says, you were born for this. Only years later do I realize he means for public speaking. I'm 22. I begin working and find myself not enjoying the actual work, but instead I love getting to know my coworkers and bosses on a personal level. I become fascinated with how people ended up in the position they're in. I ask everyone I meet, how did you end up in your career? 90% of people can't answer this question. Seriously, start asking this and you'll be shocked at how most careers happened. On accident, while people were waiting for their lives to start. It's really sad. From 31 to 33, I have 10 employees. They report to me in some fashion or another. I push them so hard, I pull, I yell. I can't get anything accomplished. These years, I'm not being me. I decide to wear someone else's skin and use their tactics. I'm unsuccessful because I'm not me. I never forget this. At 34, I draw up a plan for my team, the environment I want to work in. I want to treat people like the unique souls they are. They are empowered, heard, loved, and challenged, but on their terms. We laugh. We cry. We're a family. We create the most effective team in the company, and they successfully save $60 million, a third of the budget. In 2013, looking for a way to connect with more people, helping them find their path and streamline their life, I joined Beachbody, an online fitness sales force that gives me my first platform for change. I connect to thousands of women and men, motivate, energize, listen, and have a blast. The challenge I face with this model is it's based on recruiting others to sell. I would rather motivate people in their chosen path. For four years, I struggle with this concept and decide in October of 2017 to stop promoting it because I have found the thing that I've been searching for, what all my life experiences have led me to. In looking back at my own stories, I see the following things. Helping others, but on my terms, in my voice. Streamlining simple tasks, ideas, and people. Meeting someone where they are through listening and understanding their world. Personalizing help based on each person's passions and frustrations. Motivational speaking to reach a larger audience and to clearly articulate my passion for everyone to find their purpose. My purpose? I help people find their voice. Now it's your turn. Write out your stories. Start with your childhood. Something that I've asked people to do in the past is actually write down every year you've been alive. Each year gets a line. Yes, start with one. (laughs) You might not remember things when you were one, but you'd be shocked. You might. You might actually remember something. Go all the way back. Look at pictures. If that helps, go back and ask family members, what was I like at this point? And things will come to you. I have always been a very reflective person. These stories just came out of me. When I had to put pen to paper, what was defining to me? Sitting in that first grade class and having control over my day was so important to me. 
and having teachers not one year, but four different years put me next to the less organized kids to bring them up to speed, that's a sign. So look at your life. Where are the turning points? Where are the moments that you remember that you did something really well or you failed big time? What did you learn from that? Was it something when you weren't being yourself or was it a success when you were just firing on all cylinders? Write that story. Look for the key words. Find your purpose to belonging. Did you love what you heard today and you want more? Sign up for my weekly email in the show notes. You can also follow me on Facebook or LinkedIn by simply typing in Emily Hawkins, the number four, the letter U. If you'd like to follow me on Instagram, it's at ehawkins28. I'll see you here next week. Wait, don't go. It's not over. Okay, actually the episode is over, but I wanted to tell you something that I'm doing, something big. I love bringing this amazing podcast, but I want to help you a little bit more intimately. So I am opening a coaching session just for you. Once a month, I will bring you live coaching. You can ask me questions. You can bring ideas. And I'm going to launch a community behind this. Why am I doing this? Because I want you to understand that there is more for you. You are worthy of that promotion. You are worthy of leading teams. You are worthy of that job. And I want to be your guide so that you can be the hero in your own life. If you're ready to sign up, check out the show notes and join the community. We go live May 1st. I can't wait to see you there.